Hey, dear Tyler, good morning. And how are you doing? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. Um, I really hope you've been having a good week so far. Uh, yeah, so how has the uh, episode been, the previous episode, how is it? I got quite a lot of feedback, which is cool. Um, I think it's a big deal for everyone um, trying to realize the depth of forgiveness and um, like what what it really entails to to forgive people. It's it's a big, big, big deal, very big deal. But yeah, God is helping us. God is uh, God is God is faithful, right? I believe that He's bringing this to our attention because. Um, he wants to provide help, right? He wants to provide help. So this is the thing about God that I think I've learned over time, that when God brings something to your attention, it's not to bring to your awareness that he's aware, right? That he knows you're doing wrong. No, he actually wants to provide help for you for that. So when he's calling our bluffs or when he's mentioning maybe our cases or you know certain things or making an emphasis on a particular attitude character um he is trying to bring help our way right so please and please tyler open your heart um, throughout the whole series um let's let, let's not be stiff-necked and be like hey when you're done talking i have what i'm going to do in my mind no i believe that god really wants to help us and there is grace to be helped there is grace to be helped right when paul was teaching at a particular time i believe he was probably te- teaching on faith and then he said that he looked upon the man and he perceived that the man had faith to be healed and he acted on that faith so every time um the word of god comes or when somebody shares a thought there is a grace and empowerment an enablement that helps you to live out that uh, particular thing at that time right so um let's be open for it right for me as an individual too in as much as i'm the one sharing the thoughts i know that i also have a responsibility to hold myself accountable to these things that i'm saying there are also certain things that i say um that also come as like a shock um for me um dear tyler is god inspired right and even as i speak i leave my heart really open for the spirit of god to also um you know speak through me and say certain things so it's not just out of the abundance of maybe things that i've learned you know things that i've studied no i believe that there's spontaneous moments where the spirit of god really really just releases his heart for us and so i'm also personally keen to listen and trusting god to draw strength from it right so um we're continuing on our forgiveness series and last week sorry on monday forgive me on monday i'm so used to the whole thursday thing so on monday we spoke about i forgive you now today's topic is a lot more personal right and it's i forgive me i forgive me so on Monday, we really took out time to analyze other people, the offenses that they committed, the things that they've done, how they've let us down, how they've broken us, and you know all of those things. Um, but then let's talk about ourselves now. Do you know that 
there are times that we have done like crazy things that have offended people and things that have affected our own lives personally. Now, I, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but I don't really think people get to talk about this a lot. Now, this is where I really, 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 see, as I'm making the emphasis, I really believe in the ministry of therapists. I really believe in the ministry of therapists. And I'm going to recommend one now, right here on this podcast, right now. Her name is Rinret Gofwan Dari, right? She is an exception. Wow, that's a terrible. She is an exceptional, exceptional therapist. She loves God, uses godly principles, but then she goes deep into the minds of people and really, really corrects um a lot of things that have gone wrong with people my number one what did i say my number one recommendation for therapy is really good fun and you could check her um on instagram she's there i think i would also um i would post her 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 link on, on instagram i'll share it on as many platforms as possible connect with Vinred. she would help you in in ways you cannot imagine right because there are a whole lot of things that we have done that we blame ourselves for and because we have held those things so highly in our minds it they they create blockades right they create blockades for us that stop us from making progress stop us from making commitments stop us from believing in ourselves right um when 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 i said that men will be men right and people when I said that men will be men, and I said that people would always um, have this um, human nature in them, that also included us, right? It's being alive is a miracle, and it, it comes with its own challenges because life is not just, um, you know, it's not just structured in a way that if you do this, this is what's going to happen. This what our environments are different our upbringing is different the community that we're part of is different our social upbringing is different our, the social engineering that happened to our minds is also very different Tyler. so naturally the information that you have available to you the opportunities um the environment you know the systems that are present have a way of affecting the decisions that you make and in this life you will make a foolish decision you may make a decision that is detrimental to your destiny, detrimental to your future, detrimental to your job, detrimental to your ministry, detrimental to um, your life in general, right? Your ambitions, your aspirations. You would probably make such life-defining decisions, right? And those decisions may be very, very wrong decisions. They may even be... Um, try your best to water down this way. They may even be stupid, very foolish, 
decisions. But um, we need to find ways of telling ourselves that I'm human. And I made and I made a mistake. And this mistake doesn't define me. This mistake doesn't define me. You know, it's very easy for us to encourage other people. Now, I'm, I'm saying this from like a very, very strong standpoint of experience. I do, dear Tyler. Um, I don't know. I think I have probably reached up to 50 episodes, if I'm not mistaken. I started in June. Um... And I've basically done, if not almost every week, maybe I'm clocking up to 50 episodes on Dear Tyler now. Probably clocking up to 50 episodes on Dear Tyler. And I've used the whole of Dear Tyler to, you know, encourage um, and speak, you know, tell you guys that you're the best, tell you that you are this, you are awesome. I can tell you that your life is not defined by all of these things. And then somehow, somehow, like when I'm done, there are certain days that I'm like, oh, Pinga, you just messed up. You just wrecked your life. You've just entered into crash mode. You're stalling in your destiny. Um, it's easier to encourage people. It's easier to give people the solutions to their lives. And then it's harder for you to be able to encourage yourself, to give yourself the same... Um, to give yourself the same mercy that you give to other people, right? It's very hard sometimes to do that. Um, though I think there was a time where I think I shared about this. I can't remember which of the topics, but there was a time that David found himself in a very difficult situation, whether it was his mistake or not. But then he was he was so downcast and. It said that David encouraged himself in the Lord. David had, um, David had, had mastered the art of building people, turning the riffraffs of his generation, turning the um, the scoundrels, you know, the scoundrels. Yes, um, the you know. The, the, the rough people, the people that, you know, they'd given up on their future, you know, people had written off on them and everything. David had the art of picking up all of those people from discouragement, building them and creating them into mighty men. But then there was a time where he was challenging his heart and he was downcast and he had to carry those same principles and apply to himself. Um, the people that could have helped him were not there. There was, not enco- there was no encouragement, you know, all of those things. And David had to encourage himself in the Lord. You need to learn, right, Tyler, we need to learn how to also forgive ourselves, right? The mercy that we have graciously shown to others, we should also graciously show to ourselves. Jesus made mention of something. Um, he said that the whole law and the prophets, right, are summarizing to two commandments, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, with all your might, right? And then love your neighbor as yourself, Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, in as much as there is a, Jesus said, there's a new commandment uh, that I've given to you, right? Um, as I have loved you, love one another, right? I don't think it necessarily um, stops us from underst- um, using that line of scripture where he says that love your neighbor as yourself. 
he's trying to say that um, if you deserve something, other people deserve it too, right? Now, look at it from the context that um, until you have experienced something for yourself, it's really, really difficult for you to give it up. Until you have experienced it for yourself, by yourself. Um, I can almost assure you that the people that find it very difficult to love are people that find it difficult to love themselves. Very difficult. The people that find it a challenge to love, you know, are people that are struggling with um, love themselves. People that, um, you know, there are a lot of people that because of the experiences in their life they've devalued themselves so it's not like the world doesn't see the value in you but because you don't see the value in you right you project it into your mental thoughts and so every action that somebody takes um that is in opposition to you or maybe your craft or maybe your gift or your calling it looks like um i'm not valuable I'm not valuable, so if I was valuable, people would have held me in higher esteem and all. Now, it's not being proud, you know, having this pride or being puffed up and be like, eh, this is me, this is how I do things now. It's really, really not about that, right? What it is really more about is um, understanding the value that God has placed in you and being appreciative of the fact that God doesn't make second bests. So because you made a mistake or because you did something wrong, that's not your defining moment, right? It's not definitive about you. It can only describe an occurrence in your life, right? It has never defined your destiny. So you are not your mistake. You just made a mistake. That mistake does not define you. It only describes an occurrence in your life. And it's also a revelation to what you should not do another time. Does that make sense? Right? Now, you need to learn to forgive yourself. You need to learn to forgive yourself. If you always carry the load, if you always carry the baggage of the things that you have done in the past, they would always pop up in your future. Memories are seeds. Memories are seeds. Memories are seeds. If you give them, if you, if you, if you, if you give them that free playing ground, right, they would sow themselves in every aspect of your life. Sow themselves in every aspect of your life, right? They'll start popping up in all of these places, start doing things, and start affecting you. Remember how I said on Monday, right, that offense has a way of stopping you from receiving from other people, right? Offense and uh, resentment for yourself and your actions stops you, right, from being a blessing to yourself, stops you from being a blessing to the world. There are a lot of things that you rob the world of because of personal resentment. So, we we really we really need to get to the point where we forgive ourselves. Imagine if Peter, right, held on to the fact that um, he denied Jesus three times. Do you think you'd have been bold to speak about Jesus? If I'm if I'm correct, if I got it well, 
um, Jesus, you know, after the whole um, denial stuff, and then after Jesus' resurrection, he met Jesus at the seashore, and Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? If I'm correct, he felt like Jesus asked him three times because he denied him three times, and he was like, Abba, Master, what do you mean by this? And I really believe that Jesus was asking him like an honest question to, to understand. But because I feel, I'm not saying that that's it, but I feel because he, he kept it so much in his heart. He implied Jesus' statement to be like, you know, I'm aware of the things and your capabilities. Right? You betrayed me before. So I'm asking you three times so that whenever um, you would know that you're capable of all these things. And I don't really think that that's what um, Jesus was out to do. No, but because those things had held him down, I believe that thought had really crippled his mind. He he still felt like um, he was being judged based on that. That he was being judged based on that. You need to forgive yourself, Tyler. See, others may not forgive you, right? But once you've sought forgiveness from them, you've sought forgiveness from God. Also learn to forgive yourself, especially if you are the offender or probably that your actions, right, led to the occurrence, right? Um, You didn't interpret your actions or you didn't do things properly, right? You have to learn to forgive yourself, Tyler, and say like, yeah, I messed up before and I did like, like real rubbish. Uh, but I've learned from my mistakes and I'm moving on. I'm moving on. So Jesus comes down from the mountain with Peter, James, and John. After the transfiguration, finds out that his disciples are struggling with... Um, finds out that disciples are struggling with healing a, a demon-possessed child. And Jesus is like, um, how long will I be with you guys? Come on, come on, you could do more. And they were like, but master, how, how, what happened, what happened, what happened? And he said that this one um, doesn't come out but by prayer and fasting. Do you understand? So imagine if at the end of the day, they, they, they held on to that experience and be like, man, remember the last time that we prayed for a demon-possessed person? This is what happened to us. Let's, there's no point. They would have missed out on the potential of seeing God's power at work in their life. There is a grace that the Lord deposited in them. Yes, they made a mistake. They didn't apply the principles well, right? But it's a mistake. That's what, it doesn't mean that they're incapable of performing those tasks that the Lord has asked them to do. So they have. So imagine if they didn't learn to let go of these things and move So think about Peter. Peter is like an amazing example because he was probably amongst the bravest of the disciples. He really knew how to take risks. And we learn a lot from the life of Peter because he was brave enough to allow us learn and then also, you know, for us to glean from his mistakes. And so Peter was on, you know, in the in the boat with the disciples and everything. And Jesus, you know, the the um you know, the master that he is was walking on water, literally passing the disciples and all. I don't know if that was deliberate, 
something tells me it was deliberate and but anyway so he passed them and then they're like is that jesus and uh peter asked oh, master are you the one is like yes and peter's like if you're the one tell me to come and join you and he said okay i'll come now <laughs> i right, took so come and peter started walking on water um and then he turned around and he saw the waves you know everything and then he started sinking he started sinking said master help me and jesus comes and picks him up it was never recorded that peter jesus came and picked him into the boat Jesus came and picked him from the water so it means that peter walked on water twice the mistake didn't define peter the mistake um expressed an occurrence in peter's life taught him a lesson never defined him because he still walked on water and i'm sure he and jesus walked back together into the boat and then the boat immediately arrived at the other side of the lake do not allow your experiences define you you we, we need to learn to forgive ourselves right Paul teaching us, and he, he he makes a very, very profound statement. He said, forgetting those things that are behind, right? I press on towards the mark for the higher call. I put my focus, I put my gaze on what is more important. Whatever it is in the past that tries to make me feel like i am worthless and i am not good i let go of it i put it behind me and then i press on i press on i press on i am human and i do and i am capable of doing wrong i'm capable of making mistakes i'm capable of being erroneous in my actions right but then I'm not going to use it to define me. I'm not going to allow it to stop me from doing all that I need to do. Do you understand? I'm not going to allow that at all. Um, you might have broken a promise. You might have broken a trust. And that, and maybe because of that, you've lost some certain opportunities. Um, some certain doors have been closed, right? And maybe you don't have access to those people again it's 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 sad but um that's all happening maybe it's uh it's a it's a mistake you can't correct forgive yourself tyler and move on as you tell yourself you said tyler i forgive you for doing all of these things Binga, i forgive you for doing all of these things your in your intention was not to be um reckless your intention was not to be um your intention was not to make a mistake. You really did hope for the best. But at the end of the day, you'll find out, I'm finding out that, man, this wasn't the best. So, Tyler, I forgive you. Binga, I forgive you. Um, let's move on from that. Maybe you made a mistake in your relationship and you're the reason why the relationship scattered, you know, just got wrecked. Um, tell yourself, Tyler, I forgive you. Let's move on. Let's learn from the mistake and let's... let's um, Fashion something that will stand the test of time. Fashion something that will be beautiful forever. Right? Uh, you know, 
you've lost opportunities and opportunity is not there again, say, Tyler, I forgive you, right? Uh, we made a mistake, but come on, let's fix it up now. What can we do now, right, that will be beneficial to us? When you live in your mistakes, right, they become weights. And so Paul teaches us and says that letting go of every weight that easily besets us. You've got to lay, lay, lay aside everything that drags you back. Everything, Tyler, that drags you back. You've got to learn to lay it aside. If you're climbing a mountain, right? The longer you climb, the lighter you need to be. There are certain things... Um, so I, I love watching documentaries and I get to watch documentaries of um, like all of these mountain climbers and all. And usually, right, um, they have like, okay, so climbing Mount Everest, uh, nobody climbs it like in a day. They climb it in sections, they climb it uh, at different hours at the time. So it's like an expedition. You may be climbing Everest for like a week or something. <laughs> And at different points, when you start your journey, right, you carry a whole lot of things. But then usually the people that reach the summit, they are very light. So what, what happens is the higher you climb, right, the less gear you need for it. You need to be as lightweight as possible. So at every point, um, there are different camps. So at different camps, you drop certain things. You only carry the necessities that you need to understand. So there are things that um, could have helped you at point one, but there'll be a hindrance at point two. You drop it. You drop it so that you become as lightweight as possible, as lightweight as possible. And so this is something that we need to learn to develop, right, in our hearts too. Um, especially when it comes to mistakes, Tyler. Especially when it comes to mistakes, right? We need to learn to um, quietly trust God for help, ask God for forgiveness, and then we also forgive ourselves too, Tyler. It's very important. So what are some of the things, Tyler, that you, you need to forgive yourself over? What are some of those things? You could write them down. Mistakes and things that have held you from, from doing, you know, a lot of things. Maybe these things have caused fear, you know, because you feel like there's going to be a repetition. You feel that there's going to be a repetition of um, all of these occurrences. Maybe things are going to go wrong again, you know. Write it down and say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, and I'm moving on. Please and please do not miss any of the series, you know, any of these episodes that we're doing. Some of them may seem like repetition, right? But then um, the more we hear, the more it becomes solidified in our hearts, right? The more we hear, the more it becomes solidified in our hearts. Um, on Monday, I'll be sharing something really really deep with us something really really deep with us you would really enjoy it please and please right don't miss any of these moments and you know share share this with other people because a whole lot of other people 
a whole lot of people must be going through a lot you know they're battling either forgiving others forgiving themselves you know trying to remember how valuable they are right just learn to forgive yourself tyler right you deserve forgiveness too so make sure that you are a benefactor you are a beneficiary rather you're a beneficiary of your own forgiveness right so please um like i said i'd love you, you know, let's share this with others let's get the word out um it would be amazing right so thank you so much tyler for listening remember i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you right have an awesome day and an awesome weekend and see you on monday bye <laughs>